one thing for sure, though. There's been billions and billions of pounds of toxic compounds pumped into the environment since the dawn of the Industrial Revolution, the Industrial Age. And so, you know, let's face it, we're breathing and drinking and eating all this stuff. And so it's very important to, you know, practice the basics. I know that biohacking has become like this yeah. terminology. You know, the thing is, is we're, we're not a computer. We're, we're a dynamic entity, you know. And so, um, you know, there are shortcuts for some things, but not in the long term. There's shortcuts, I think, to activate and stimulate different levels of consciousness. And I think the indigenous used to use, utilize that as a rites of passage. And so they would use sun dance or they would use peyote ceremony or they would use, you know, certain types of ceremonies or, um, you know, dry fasting or staying out in the environment with no one else. Uh, you know, the Maasai would send out the children with, uh, you know, a small spear and they wouldn't be allowed to come back until they killed a lion. So, you know, these types of elements, you know, were rites of passage for, 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 for growing up and understanding a bigger component of life. And we've lost that. So going back to the basics at this point in time in human history, I think is, is, is very important. You heard that. Paleo Hackers with me today is the one, the only certified health nut. My man Troy Casey on the other end. Oh, they can't see you flexing. It's just audio, but he was just throwing up the gun show. And uh, this man has been on the show many, many times. I think this is like our third or fourth one over the years. Um, and that's one thing I, I like about Troy is, you know, he, he really does walk the talk. It's not just all coming on the show and talking nice, pretty things about health and holistic nutrition, but I see him blowing it up on YouTube and he's juice fasting every day. And, you know, instead of Thanksgiving, he's making a beet kale smoothie or whatever. And I mean, this, this man's a good, uh, example of, of really practicing what he preaches. So I always love talking to Troy and the information he gives out. So Troy, thanks for joining us today, man. Clark, thanks so much for having me on the show and doing your show. I think it's a blessing to humanity right now that people like you are stepping up to the plate and sharing these messages. I believe that, uh, you know, the internet is divinely orchestrated and that social media, uh, is, is here to level the playing field. And so it's, we got a lot of work to do. And so I'm very happy to do your show and I'm very happy that, that, that you're doing what you're doing. Appreciate it, man. I mean, right back at you. And one thing I always love about getting you on the call is that, um, I get to ask like two questions and we talk for an hour. <laughs> Troy, Troy's able to rant it up, man. I love it. He really brings the energy. So, I mean, I think like last time you were on the call, we got into this big uh, discussion on like positive and negative technologies and, you know, about the Thrive Movement and all that stuff. Um, and that was that was one of my favorite shows, man. I got a lot of good feedback on that. So if people like haven't heard that show, definitely go check it out. Uh, must have been like a year ago or something. Do you remember that one? That's not, that sounds about right. I, I rarely remember what I say because I try not to prep too much. I like yeah. to do the Indian, whatever needs to come forth. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, that's that's one realization I've had over the years doing these shows. Maybe you can relate to it, but it almost feels like when people come on super prepped and like I have to send them a list of like 50 questions ahead of time like that's not really my style it just feels it feels more like an interview and not a conversation you know what I mean absolutely 
yeah and uh and so anyway i mean like i'm I'm stoked to discuss some health ideas with you and and uh before the call we were kind of talking about more i guess advanced versus basic things and you were going into the whole hacker movement and biohacking and um kind of your your thoughts on that versus really um maybe more of the, getting back to the basic stuff maybe just like trying to find like shortcuts or, or or paths to go down that are that are the quick fix instant pills um kind of maybe just to start off like elaborate on that what's what's kind of your take in this whole i don't know 20 coming up on 2015 health movement and where it's going well i think i think you know the reason i'm aligned with paul check is because he embodies uh and his research to the to the to the bone biochemically physiologically anthropologically, psychologically, spiritually, you know, where we've come from and, you know, where we're at. And so, and his systems are very complete and effective. So, uh, you know, we are nature, we are the environment, we are in symbiotic relationship with the environment. So a healthy human organism is essential for a healthy planet earth. And, you know, I, I worked in the Amazon for about eight years and I realized that, you know, the deforestation down there and, and what's happening with the acidification of the oceans um, and uh, the soil and the pollution that I see living in the cities all around the world uh, as, I, as I've traveled. Um, you know, this is coming home to roost and you're starting to see it in the health statistics. You know, uh, us guys that are into health. You know, we're, we're blessed that we got hip to this quick, but there's a there's a huge part of the population. Seventy percent of the American people are obese or overweight. And so the human species in general has gotten so far off base. And if we don't help those brothers and sisters out to understand the basics, then they're basically going to consume and 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 put garbage all over the earth. And so it's. Uh, our job, the ones that like to be healthy, to educate and um, um, and steward those lost brothers and sisters into yes. uh, a different level of consciousness. And so the basics always help with that because you know there, there's there's you know a few foundation elements. You know there's there's breathing. We all have to breathe. The, the deeper we breathe into our pelvic floor, that helps with cellular respiration, which which helps with the acidification or the alkalization of the blood and so so you've got breathing then you've got hydration which is very important water quality uh, is very important uh uh these things are all a moot point if you're living out in the wild yeah. you know if you're walking bare feet in the earth like mick dodge you know we've got two thousand plus uh neuron uh, uh uh nerve endings in our feet and we're guided we're connected to the earth we're guided we know when we're thirsty we go to the to the watering hole we we harvest some food we hunt some food you know but we're not living in that environment anymore so we've gotten somewhat disconnected so you know back to the basics so you've got you've got Nutrition. Okay, what did we eat? How did our digestive tract uh, build before the dawn of the industrial age? And so you want to look at those aspects. We're eating natural foods, and so uh, uh, so then you got the other aspects uh, uh, of circadian rhythms, sleep. You know, we rise and fall with the celestial bodies, and so when we start to sleep outside the rhythms of that, there ends up being a price to pay, and actually a huge price to pay. Um, and you can get away with it for a little while. This is another reason why I don't like the biohacking because they're like, oh yeah, you could just hack it away and you don't yeah. have to sleep as much. 
bullshit, fucking bullshit. Yeah. You know, people think that they can get away with that. And then, and then there's also a lag time. It's, it's the same thing which happening with the digestive issues. People are getting vaccinated. They're killing off their microflora. They're not, the, uh, they're not going through the, the vaginal canal. They're not picking up the bacteria from the, bi- the biome from the mother. Then they don't have these things inside their own gut and they create their own biome, their own immune system. They're getting autoimmune uh, issues. And so, so uh, what we're seeing is we're seeing that show up in the health statistic. And so, you know, how to get back to nature, how to educate people on natural childbirth, on, you know, the birthing process, yeah. on, you know, I've, I've talked to uh, weightlifter chicks and, and uh, uh, vegan chicks, and, and they're all like, oh, well, I did a competition or I'm not having my period anymore. And, you know, what do you think about that? And, you know... That's fucking unhealthy. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking if you can't procreate and your cycle's not and your cycle's off, that's not healthy. So so back again, you know, back to the basics, eating eating pure food, getting to to, to sleep uh, uh, in the natural rhythms of the, the circadian rhythms, the sleeping and rising and falling with the celestial bodies. Um, what else do we have? Movement, your body is uh uh you know, has a, a, a body of water inside of it. It's called your lymph. It doesn't have a pump. How does that, how does that lymph move? It moves through movement, through exercise, um, you know, walking, something as simple as walking, a walking practice, some form of chi practice, chai chi, you know, you know, that's another foundation principle. I think uh, uh, an element for myself uh, that is a foundation principle or a basic for me is grounding into the earth. We have so much static electricity going on right yeah, now. We're yeah. all using cell phones and, and Wi-Fi and cell phone tower radiation, electromagnetic radiation, electromagnetic frequencies. Sleeping, These sleeping going- with your phone by your head and yeah, never turn it off. And I mean, yeah, no, keep going on that. This is good. So grounding, grounding into the earth. How important is that? I think it's, I think it's so important. I have to do it every day for my own medicine. And so, so grounding, uh, sunshine, I think is so very important. And you live up in the Pacific Northwest, you know what happens when people don't get uh, the sunshine and or the proper nutrients. Yeah, I get now, cranky. Right. And, and what nutrients historically uh, uh, delivered that for people that were living in those types of environments? Usually there was vitamins that were stored in uh, animal organs uh, and yep. or certain mushrooms and so uh, because let's face it, you know, certain vegetables don't grow on ice or don't grow in cold, cold, cold weather. Yep. So you have to harvest certain, um, uh, you know, certain root vegetables or certain herbs that were that were good to store for the wintertime so you could eat them to help you survive and help you be strong and vital. And so remember, we, we were originally designed, if we weren't vital, if we didn't have our teeth, if we didn't have our ability to, to move, we were basically dead. Yeah. I mean, we were left, you know, by the tribe that's dead weight, you know? And so, so you have to be realistic about these things. Now we do live in the modern world and we can get away with some things. However, where are we at now that we have hacked you know, our way technologically uh, uh, in this world. Even technology has subjugated our whole thermoregulatory system. Yeah. We, we don't even regulate our own body temperature anymore. We just flip on the, the, the uh, uh, electricity. We flip on the, um, the heater or the air conditioning. 
And so yeah. uh, these things were all natural. And so and then there is a price to pay eventually. And so so getting back to basics is, 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 is very important. Now, I do believe that there are some hacks, but I don't think they're hacks. I think that there are natural elements of the way we were originally designed uh, through trial and error and through what happened. So if we were hibernating, if we missed the hunt, if there was no vegetation to be had, then uh, we would do what's called fasting. Whether you call it intermittent fasting or whether you call it, you know, eating only whatever roots, berries, barks yeah. and, and, and greens could have been harvested and dried and stored for later. Or uh, you miss the hunt or the Hunzes, they still live in the Himalayas at high elevations. There's a time period where they're, they're, uh, they run out of materials at the end of the winter and they fast for a month on you know certain elements maybe they have a little bit of goat milk or they have a little bit of uh stored herbs or or, or berries or, or roots or something like that and they're eating very calorie restricted diets and so these are ancient technologies for rebooting the systems for for you know uh, re-energizing the 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 enzymes uh, out of the pancreas I, I i do believe it helps rejuvenate the whole body it allows the organs to rest and let's face it we are basically being killed by the environment. Why? Because we're killing the environment. So the environment's fighting back. Well, it's not really fighting back. It's just overloaded with waste. And so what happens is our organs get overloaded with waste. We've got constipated livers, kidneys, gallbladders. I mean, the amount of people that write me that are about to get their gallbladder removed, and yeah. I'm like, hold on, time out. Yeah, and rip it I, out. I don't know if I can educate them fast enough to where their doctor's like, this thing's got to be removed. And then yeah. once it's removed, the, then a year or two later, then they write me. They still have issues and they still have problems. But yep. once it's removed, you know, there, there's big problems. And this is like a common surgery right now. Yeah, it's very common. I love the rant. I mean, it, it brings up so many good points. And I think that's such a good overview of, of kind of what's going on. And, you know. The focus of this show, people hear paleo hacks and they're like, oh, you're going to hack it and you're just going to take shortcuts. And that's totally opposite. I mean, I wish it was, uh, you know, a, a, maybe a different name to a certain extent, but like it's it's really a more long term approach. And I think maybe what you're hitting on is like slow down, people. If you're looking for the quick fixes and the shortcuts and the hacks, you know, that's not the best focus, because like you were saying earlier, I mean, you can hack sleep, but bullshit, it's going to catch up with you. I mean, you just can't go without certain things and to try and hack into it and to try and take all these pills or do all these weird techniques or take these drinks that give you all your calories and you don't need to eat, you know, like it's just going to catch up with you eventually. And so it, it almost seems like the people, um, I don't know if you see this, but the people who are the most um, dead set on hacks and like finding shortcuts sometimes have the most health problems. And sometimes it's like a wrong allocation of energy. I mean, even in myself, the times where I'm least healthy in life and like my nutrition's not good, or maybe my exercise is off or my sleep and lifestyle. Those are the times I start looking at hacks and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should get one of those monitors that monitors every single thing I do, or maybe I should be trying to like take that pill that makes me I don't know, not sleep for three days and I still feel amazing. Like it's, it's almost a distraction. And so that's why I guess I, I value the work you do is because it's getting back to the basics like you were just talking about. Yeah. 
You know, and, and let me look, we live in a dualistic paradox. So, you know, language, I, I've got a working philosophy. Language is an obstruction and an abstraction. And so, uh, you know, uh, hack, you know, there's two sides to the coin, uh, you know, and it's and it's only a word. It's a reference point. And so I just don't like the terminology when people think that they're going to get away with something uh, because eventually there's a price to pay. However, there are some there are some basics or some foundational hacks that someone can do. If someone is if someone has serious issues, the best hack is the most amount of rest that they can possibly get. Absolute hibernation. Another hack is to learn about fasting and cleansing to what's going to work for your body. What works for your body might not work for someone else. Someone might live in a, um, a, a cold climate. It's harder to live on a calorie-restricted diet then. And so you have to adjust, you know, you have to adjust these quote-unquote, you know, hacks. But, you know, these things are, are excellent for, you know, rebooting the system. Absolute rest, laying flat, um, getting as much rest as you possibly can, you know, if people are sick or underrested or they have serious issues, I mean, that to me is like the number one hack. Um, So, so, so go into that. I mean, set it up. Like, so someone's having all these health problems or maybe even not a lot of health problems, but they just feel like the walking zombie, you know, they're going, uh, Starbucks three times a day. They're taking all this stuff. They, they just, their energy's drained or maybe they're having some fatigue and, and you're saying, you know, a good hack with a lot of issues is just absolute rest and kind of letting the body heal itself. So what is, I guess, what does that look like? Well, in the modern world, that would probably mean quitting your fucking job and becoming homeless. (laughs) So, um, or, you know, just going to the closest you possibly can, taking the whole weekend off, turning off your Wi-Fi, closing your electronics, and laying in bed, taking hot Epsom salt baths, uh, potentially doing a water fast, a juice fast, uh, or some type of cleanse that allows your organs to re- to rest and rejuvenate. We often forget, you know, e- even myself, you know, I like to go to the gym and exercise and stretch and stuff. The fact of the matter is the anabolic reboot happens when we're resting. And we, we you know, we often for, for forget that. And so, I just did about 20 hours uh, laying down the other day, and it was—it's it, been a long time. I have two young children, and I just—I just laid in bed, and and my wife and kids were like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm just resting." And so, uh, you know, I gave myself permission. Yeah. And you know, part of the cultural narrative is get off your ass and do something. So we've become these human doings as opposed to these human beings, and so. Um, So, you know, I recommend just resting, giving yourself permission to rest, taking a day off, uh, going to the spa, going camping, going somewhere where you can rest. If you're like me and you're you're a family man, you know, try to get away from the situation. I, I work my best to get my wife. I take the children out camping and I let my wife rest for a week. And so, uh, you know, working with uh, your spouse or your significant others. If you're single, you know, the world is your oyster. <laughs> you can get plenty of rest. 
And so, uh, you know, it's just giving yourself permission and turning off your electronics. Look, I've got electronics. I run my businesses on social media and, and, and I know how it is. However, uh, you know, one of the best ways to do it is turning off those electromagnetic radiation, getting them away from your body, turning yeah. the Wi-Fi off in your house and resting or going out to the beach and just laying down on the earth or getting barefoot in the earth and, and somehow turning your mind off. The mind is so, you know, it's such a powerful tool, but that's what it is. It's a tool and we have to direct it on, you know, to what we want. And so, uh, there's so many ideas that have been impressed upon us through the media. You know, the, the 20th century was the advent of, of, of mind control via the media. And now the social media has kind of flipped that script, but it's a double-edged sword. We've got a lot of nonsense out there as well. And we're constantly thinking of ideas. The fact of the matter is if we get quiet enough and we go into nature, we get rest enough, we ground into the earth, the answers for yourself are always there. You're going to be guided. Yeah. It's getting quiet enough to listen to that, listen to your intuition, yes. listen to what your body is telling you. The pain body, the, the, the pain teacher is always guiding us. The question is, are we listening? Absolutely, man. And I think um, just going off that, like some people, I mean, I've, I've noticed myself, I've been scared to just go into my own uh my own self and and really take rest and make it a priority because it's kind of gives you that like objective viewpoint to really see yourself without the distractions like for instance i got into floating and flotation tanks which i know you're into um and you've experienced and just sitting there in epsom salts for an hour in a dark room with no distractions and no phone and no um interruptions it can be scary at first and and a lot of people are are avoiding that at all costs and we kind of have social media so we don't feel isolated and alone and we, and we have like our tv shows to keep us company and we keep these schedules where it's just boom 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 distraction 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 and we never really stop and take that self-reflection time and and that can be dangerous yes dangerous to the point of uh you know the, the mind uses a lot of sugar and a lot of energy and so um, it can wear us out for constantly thinking and doing. Um, I know this from my own experience. And so, um, you know, I live in the modern world, too. And I'm always working to balance myself out. And so and I see the same challenges that everyone else does. And so, um, you know, I, I practice what I preach only to take care of myself not really to, um, you know, I run my business, but the fact of the matter is, is it kind of bores me that I have to monetize my, my online presence Yeah. for crying out loud. I just want to be my fucking self and, 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 you know, have a good time and, and share what I've learned with others. And, you know, it's like, you got to scheme and get it into a business and get your views up and this, and it's like, that fucking bores me to death. Yeah. What? It absolutely, you know, drives me nuts. It's still part of the rat race, and the yeah. rat race, the rat race exhausts. It exhausts me. So I know sure. it exhausts other people. Oh, dude, hundred percent. I mean, like what you're saying right there, of the whole um, 
monetizing yourself and feeling like you're selling and feeling like you have to package it in a way of like, you know, for a limited time this week only, you can buy the Troy Casey certified health nut deluxe edition. You know, like that's, that's stupid. No one wants to do that. But at the same time, you you know, you got to balance the income thing. And I think that's where like the new wave of business is coming up where people are trusting the messenger and not the message. Um, it, which is a good thing. I, I think you should value people and what they have to say. And if you like the person, most of the time, like Paul Check, for instance, you know, you like the person and the message is right there. It's good. And, and you invest in people. Um, and so, I mean, how do you balance that then, you know, running a business and trying to really share your passion and share your ideals while still making a substantial income? I know you got a family, you guys are trying to move around like that's real stuff. You have to balance. Yes. Yeah, so this is what this is what I work for. The design of the certified health nut is the mission and vision is to clean the air, water and soil and create equitable systems for all mankind. And so, you know, is this just a lofty pipe dream? Is this just an altruistic, you know, hippie, frou-frou, Troy Casey fucking doped up on his own bullshit? You know, Gazing at crystals all day and, yeah, (laughs) hoping money just falls in his lap, right? Yeah. Yeah, and the fact of the matter is, is, look, there are no victims. So I, I, I never like to play the victim. However, we have to look at the systems that we've created. And the yeah. systems that we've created currently are unsustainable. We're deforesting the, the, the rainforest. We're, we're shitting where we eat and, 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 and drink and, you know, fossil fuels and fracking and, and oil exploration and mountaintop removal. I mean, these things all have an impact on the environment. Yeah. And so – you know, and part of it is set up with the money systems. If anybody studied anything about fiat currencies, they know that paper money doesn't last for very long. What is it? I think the maximum it's had is like a two or three hundred year run. Hmm. In the United States of America, uh, you know, is 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 having one of those runs right now. It's running out. People are playing the shell game with the money. So. Uh, the current system, I like what Elliot Hulse said. I went to his non-job seminar a couple of weeks ago, and, and he said that uh, money is the physical manifestation of the metaphysical power. And so I think that has some you know, relevance. Here, here's the thing, though. I, I think it's a rigged system, and I'd like to create equitable systems so that we can you know, all participate uh, – at a higher level of being as opposed to doing. And so, and if you look at permaculture, if you look at people that are doing sacred commerce, doing what they love, the, the premise of the non-job with Elliot Hulse is screw the system, uh, get paid to play or do what you love. And so, and this doesn't mean being a lazy sod. This yeah, means being yeah. aligned with your values. Um, you know, Certified Health Nut and everything that I've created under there. Everything that I do, everything that I've monetized is aligned with my values. I have certified health nut t-shirts that are made out of organic cotton. If you're not buying organic cotton, then you're drinking pesticides, you know, metaphorically, literally, however you want to slice it. And so, um, you know, getting these things and getting them in and shipping them out and figuring how I'm going to marketing – you know, that's just another fucking game, man. I'd like to just give them all away and, and let, you know, people be branded about something that's cool and fun. And, you know, I'm I'm in Hollywood branding out 
holistic health as cool and sexy, which is the oldest trick in the book. It's Marilyn Monroe and James Dean. And, you know, this is what all commercial and political uh, economic endeavors has done since the beginning of media, which is basically just brainwashed people. And that's basically what Certified Health Nut's all about. And so, yes, I, I send my kids to Waldorf school. It costs a lot of money uh, to send them each each year to school and it's part of my values, so it's outside of the system. I'm educating them with the father of modern-day organic farming, Rudolf Steiner. This is very important to me. So, yes, monetizing myself is very, is very important. Putting organic food on my, on my plate is very important. Being able to fly uh, uh, to other places to lecture uh, and, and do my own research uh, is very important to me. So I require money. So again, it's back to this yin yang balance in our dualistic paradigm. Yeah. Um, and, but I believe that the systems will be changed in my lifetime. I believe that free energy is coming on this planet. If Elon Musk is one of the biggest billionaires in the world, why is he naming his company after Nikola Tesla? People hear the name Tesla and they think electric car. But who was Nikola Tesla? What did he do? Why was his laboratory burned down by the same people that was funding the laboratory, which is J.P. Morgan, which is a, which is a, which is a money changer? And, and, and who are the Rockefellers? They were oil people. And, and what are they now? They're bankers. So you got to start looking at the systems and seeing how they're rigged and not playing the game and start designing your own system around not playing the game, designing your own system that's aligned with your own values. If you're aligned with with paleo hacks and, and eating healthy and 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 doing all this cool stuff, but you're working for an oil company or you're working for Halliburton or Bechtel or Goldman Sachs or any of these other entities that are raping and pillaging your brothers and sisters and the natural resources on the planet, then maybe it's time to rethink that because at a certain level, your autoimmune disease might be directly related to that because you are living a life out of integrity you are diametrically opposed with the values that you are that you are proposing to align yourself with which is healthy food and healthy uh, uh, air water and soil you know you want to be healthy well you can't be healthy if you're fucking up the planet if you're prostituting yourself to corporations and so we all have to look in the mirror at ourselves yeah. we all have to ask ourselves what is it truly that we want what is our dream here on this planet and if you don't know what your dream is or you don't know what your purpose is, figure out what your nightmare is. A nightmare, current nightmare to me is a lot of what's already happening on the planet. I mean this planet is a beautiful place. However, if we've got airplanes that are dumping sh shit out of you know the skies every single day – Maybe we could look at that. If we're doing fracking and fucking up the water supply, maybe we could look at that. You know, somebody was somebody was coming out to me and saying, oh, well, fracking puts money and food on my table. Well, that's great. How is that going to work out for your children that are that, that it's contaminating your water supply? Water next to oxygen is a very necessary component for life on Earth. So we might want to think about these things at a higher level than short term. Because again, short term, again, that's that's where we get into that hack thing. It's like how can I how can I you know hack for short term gains? But it's not these short term gains. We have to look at long term. I I personally live by a creed that Maori shaman taught me years ago. They said if you're not if you if if you're not how's it go if you if you're not uh, contributing 
to the benefit of your grandchildren's grandchildren, then you're wasting other people's oxygen. Mm. You know, all ancient cultures, indigenous people talk about this seven generation. We have to look at how we are affecting, you know, the earth or what what we what legacy we are leaving for this earth. Now, I live in the modern world. I utilize oil. I utilize fossil fuels. I don't, you know. There's some things about the government that I like. I like the waterways. I like the 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 uh, the, the roadways. I like certain the the traffic lights and stuff. I don't like traffic tickets. Like, but there's certain order of things. Yeah. And there's some things that I like. But there's a balance. What's happened is is it's all been compromised because of these lobbyists and corporate uh, entities that have bought and paid for these things. So you're getting. Things uh, that are subsidized, like oil, like factory farming, like uh, the milk industry and the GMOs and 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 other large agribusiness things that are that are messing up the planet. Drugs, medical industry, insurance, weapons. Uh, you know, weapons manufacturers, which 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 were Monsanto. You know, they made Agent Orange for for Vietnam War. So you start to look at the bigger picture and ask who yourself is in, in in this, you know, in relationship to the big picture. And then you start making decisions, you know, based on that as opposed to just just simply something that is cool or trying to hack my own health as I'm fucking up the rest of sure, the planet. Sure. So a couple points there then. I mean, we, we were talking about money and we were talking about avoiding extremes. And maybe, uh, I know you can relate to this, but the people out there, they kind of view money as either or. It's either all good or it's all bad. And I remember reading a book, I think it was Sacred Economics or uh, or something about, you know, like totally focusing on the middle path and that money, it's just the tool. It's just, it's just whatever. It's like having a wrench, you know, you can beat someone over the head with a wrench or you can fix your car with a wrench, right? It can do so many different things. And, and money as a tool is a real cool way to look at it because let's face it, like, there's almost this glamour in our life of renouncing everything and going to live in a cave and meditate 12 hours a day. But really, when it comes down to it, I think with technology and social media and what we've just been talking about and education and sharing, this world is such a different place now of, of where these tools are meant to be uh, shared amongst each other. And you're supposed to contribute and you're supposed to put a, a thumbprint and contribute to that seven generation thing. And so who are you really going to contribute to? If you don't, um, if you're not in the position of where you can do big things in this world, and and some of my favorite people are running the coolest, you know, humanitarian um, games right now. Like I just heard of X Prize. I don't know if you've heard of that. Um, and it's it's this competition they have right now for education in Africa. And these guys are giving away a million dollars to like a hundred teams who can build the best education app on a tablet. And they drop these apps off on tablets in Africa. And these kids can get on them and learn to read and learn the basic tools of like bettering themselves. And so all that stuff requires money. All that stuff requires incentives. And I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough balance to see where it's bad and where it's good. And if I don't even think it has to fall in one of those categories. But I think there's benefits to um, monetizing certain aspects and, and, and kind of almost playing the game, but trying to change it as you're doing it. Yes, yes. I mean, you you, you said a lot. Here, here's here's what 
Here's what I feel that, that's happening, Clark. Humanity is going through a paradigm change, very similar to what we saw with uh, Copernicus, Galileo, world is flat, you know, we're not the center of the universe, you know, these types of discoveries. And so um, I believe that the world is going to change. We're not even going to recognize it. And so uh, I believe it has to go because we're going in a direction that is uh, unsustainable. And I've, I've seen a vision when I was working in the Amazon and I was doing ayahuasca with the shamans down there. I had a vision that humanity makes it. And so, you know, back to the systems. Yes, we are living in this world. We, we're working with the systems. So currently, yes, the money aspect, the success issue, there is a certain illusion that's, that's being sold with that because you've got things that are government subsidized. Goldman Sachs, they blow up the, whole, the housing market, Enron. They're siphoning money off of the whole economy, and then the government bails them out, and then the Fed injects more cash into it, so your money's worthless. Hmm. So there is an illusion about that. And so uh, money is a tool at the foundational level. It's not bad or good. It's a tool. And so um, so there's that thing. Let's level the playing field. Let's – so. I go to the root with everything. Working in the Amazon, I got very discouraged when, when the project I was working on uh, got scrapped. And so uh, I was working with a company that got, was called The Solution for Saving the Amazon Rainforest. We changed the commerce situation uh, to a sustainable situation of harvesting herbs, empowering the Indians to stay on their indigenous land. But we were competing with oil, lumber, and agribusiness. Those uh, commercial entities uh, globally, were much bigger than herbal medicine, and so uh, so back to the drawing board. Once that got scrapped, you know, stuff happens in business. So I, I I was very committed to that program, and so once that got scrapped, I had to go into my mind and say, okay, what is happening on this planet? What is the root of the situation on this planet? Environmentally, there are many challenges that we're facing right now. That is not. Um, uh, you know, that's not an abstract concept. You can research it to the bone. There's serious issues that we that's that's essential to pay attention to right now. So I was like, how are we going to heal this planet at the root? Oil is the major deforestation component in the Amazon and then lumber and then and then agribusiness are, are afterthoughts. But it's oil exploration. What's happening in the Middle East? What's happening in Africa? Now, your friend in Africa creating that, that situation, that is great. There's a lot of humanitarian projects going on in Africa, but these are all surface elements. They are surface elements. Poor indigenous people are not just poor, stupid people. What happens is, is there's uh, – Rebels are rebels are funded with military uh, equipment and and uh, uh, there's some form of uh, uprising that's instigated and they have military and they start fighting amongst each other so that Halliburton, Bechtel and these other entities can go in and extract the natural resources out of Sudan, Darfur, Ethiopia, uh, the Congo, all these places that are now completely destroyed gold diamonds yeah. all these industries these aren't just a poor a bunch of poor stupid black people that don't know how to grow their own food they've been displaced off their land and, and this is the fact of the matter and so and so so what is what is going to solve this problem so so i researched free energy what is free energy nikola tesla uh 
had more inventions than Thomas Edison. He tapped into the Earth's magnetic uh, uh, resonance field and was able to extract free energy out of it. He was funded by J.P. Morgan. And, and when J.P. Morgan asked him, how will we uh, meter this? And uh, Tesla said, uh, it doesn't need to be metered. That's the whole point. It is free. And so he, he burnt down his laboratory in Long Island. This was in the early 1900s. He discredited him, and he died a poor man. Now, the thing is, is free energy, permaculture. It's well known. The military has done research. It's well known that organic farming has higher crop yields. It's well known. It has higher crop yields. There's higher nutrition because of the soil microbes. And so why do we have things like GMOs? Because it's big business, it's greed, it's back to the money. Again, I say that the things are keeping uh, us in place, the sicknesses, the diseases that are happening are oil, top-down situation. It's oil, then it's agribusiness, it's oil, agribusiness, drugs, weapons, and um, um, what other industry? Drugs, weapons, um Oil, money, banks. I mean, it's all chemicals. Yeah, chemicals. chemicals. Yeah. So you've got chemical companies masquerading as as agribusiness companies. It was Monsanto started out as a chemical company in, in 1901. It is now masquerading as an agribusiness company. This was a, also a weapons manufacturer. We get all hyped up on looking for weapons of mass destruction and chemical weapons. Who created those chemical weapons? United States of Americans did. <laughs> That's who did. And so, so the fact of the matter is, is you've got. These industries that are all intertwined, petrochemical byproducts are put in, in, in pesticides and herbicides to help them stick to the plants. Uh, you've got petrochemical byproducts that are, that are used as preservatives in drugs. And so these industries are completely uh, intertwined. So how do, we get, how, how do we get rid of this? Well, you don't worry about getting rid of this. You just advocate free energy. You advocate permaculture. You advocate biodynamic farming, organic farming. Yeah. You advocate natural health, natural health solutions, holistic health solutions. There's so many people that are, that are addicted to pharmaceutical drugs. There's actually an answer. You want to cure pharmaceutical drug addiction, Oxycontin, and these other very dangerous toxic substances? Go take Iboga in West Africa, Costa Rica. There's clinics in Mexico. My friend runs a clinic near uh, just outside of Tijuana. He's curing heroin addiction, alcoholism, you know, these things that are supposedly uncurable. And the fact of the matter is, is there's jungle medicines that have been put forth on this planet, whether it's ayahuasca, ibogaine, peyote, these other things help to awaken people. The ibogaine specifically, the iboga specifically, helps to get uh, opiates out of the opiate receptors. And it basically detoxes someone off of heroin within a very small amount of time. There are holistic options out there. That's the truth. The fact of the matter is we're plugged into the TV and the educational system and we bullshitted ourselves to the nth degree. So you got to dismantle all the things that you think are true through religion, education, and media. And if you don't think you have a bunch of beliefs, try and go out and, and uh, you know, go try and live out in the woods or yeah. go, go, go try and, you know, walk across a border. You know, there's all sorts of belief structures yeah. uh, that, 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 that hinder us. Try and quit your job. You know, so so the fact of the matter is there there is answers, free energy, permaculture, holistic health. Uh, there's also there's also uh, 
what's called the gift economy, which I believe is where we're headed, which is where you give your gift. That's why that's yeah. why I'm a little burnt out on trying to monetize uh, certified health nut. Can yeah. I do it? Fuck yeah. yeah, man. I've got something that's completely marketable. But you know what? I want to give it away for free because that's that's the beauty of life. But I got to figure out, you know, how to get paid because we live in this economy and stuff. And it takes up more energy to try and figure out to get paid than just to give my gifts away. Yeah. So so I've already worked with people that have jumped off the face of the earth as far as the real world. And they're living in the gift economy. When we're just giving our gifts, then it becomes uh, – you, we have more time to give our gifts and to help people. And look, some people like to build houses. Some people like to do carpentry. Some people like to cook food. Some people like to farm. Some people like to talk a little too much like myself. <laughs> you and me both, man. Well, listen, I mean, we're talking some good stuff here. I love the conversations we have, and we could go for hours and hours on it. And I doubt we can get through everything in one call. So I, I don't want to just leave people with, um, you know, all these almost doom and gloom in their minds. And, and it's important to, like, realize how bad something is so you can fix it, such as, like, the American economy or such as, you know, some aspects of the modern world. So if someone wants the optimism and they want to know what they can do, what's their power to contribute and make changes in this world and how to uh, go about things as a solo person, but still contribute to the greater good. What's your advice to them or your philosophy on how we should be contributing as human beings? That's very, very simple. And that is the essence of my message for Certified Health Nut. It's the song that I sing continuously and I align with others who are doing the same thing. It's very simple. Be healthy. And so I am an eternal optimist. I'm not here to ring the alarm like, oh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. It's just time for change, guys. It's a paradigm shift. Things are unsustainable. It's not like, oh, doom and gloom and I'm a victim and, oh, the system's rigged and boo-hoo. Yeah. No, I just figured it out. The system's rigged, and it's time to start utilizing something different. If Elon Musk can create electric cars and we're heading towards electric cars, that's great. Let's just create energy that fuels those things that's not harmful to the earth and harmful to our waterways and our soil and these other things and harmful to other cultures that may have something to offer us. And so it's very simple. Just be healthy. The healthier you are, the more you realize the same stuff that I've realized – you can't you are only as healthy as the environment. You are only as healthy as your culture. If you're out there killing other people in the name of oil, then how healthy is that? Yeah. And you 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 couch it in metaphor and patriotism and other, you know, bullshit elements, you know, that's just what the Nazis did, you know, for nationalism to save Germany and stuff. You know, but that's bullshit, man. The fact of the matter is we're all intrinsically connected. We're all intrinsically intertwined. We are nature. We're in symbiotic relationships. We're, in, we're brothers and sisters on this planet. We're, 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 we're connected to everything. Yeah. And so if you are healthy as a human being, you're, not only will you raise your consciousness, you're only conscious to the degree you're healthy and you're only healthy to the degree that you're conscious. And so continue to get healthy, continue to do the things mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually that raise your own frequency and vibration and, and advocate real food, advocate 
organic food or advocate, you know, free energy, advocate what I'm talking about. We have to changing the systems is in our destiny. Align with that message, but get healthy first and you will automatically align with that. People can't wait. They can't wake up on one level and continue to wake up and not understand what I'm talking about. Absolutely. I think getting healthy. And then if I can add one thing, I think sharing it. And that's what you've been talking about, you know, with education. And we've been really bringing that up on the on the call and to kind of um, ring that bell some more. I think the more you can share it, the more benefit you're doing to the world. I mean, really. And and I think it was something Paul Check said, you know, people think this idea of who am I to teach? Who am I to go out there and share it? You know, I'm not perfect yet. And neither is anyone else. I mean, the more healthy you are there's always someone you can help because there's always someone less healthy than you. And if you're healthier than them, you can help them to some degree because you know, you're doing something uh, better than them or, or whatever. Um, and it's not some competition where you can see who has the biggest six pack abs and the most ripped and the most clean. And and that's the healthiest person on the world. And there's no prize you win for it. But I really do believe um, these calls and education through like your work and stuff. And, getting healthy and sharing it is, is almost a bigger message. Absolutely. Thanks for, thanks for bringing that up because that usually, usually, I think it's a natural byproduct of becoming healthy. First of all, uh, like Paul check likes to say, uh, you know, if, if, you know, don't, don't share it. How does it go? (laughs) If you wear it, share it. You know, basically, you know, you take off your shirt I'll be fifty. I'll be fifty years old next year. I take off my shirt. I feel good. I feel sexy. I feel alive. So get you know, looks at the I, beach. I like to get sun on my body. I like yeah. to be a sexy animal. You know, I like to be. I like to look good. I like to feel good. And so, and so, just by just by being healthy, you are sharing it. Your frequency and vibration. You know, I teach entrepreneurs how to be better in in, in business. You raise your you raise your frequency and vibration. By being healthy, yeah. people want to be – they're naturally attracted to you. They, it's like flies to, to, to light. They're, they're naturally attracted to your light, to your vibration. And so, yeah, if you've got any inclination to get on social media or everyone's got a Facebook, Twitter, Instagram these yeah. days, share the messages that are out there that you are aligned with in whatever you're learning. The education about genetically modified organisms – uh, uh, there's great movies out there, Genetic Roulette, OMG, GMO. Um, you know, share these messages on Facebook. If you're not a person that makes podcasts or videos or you blog, share the messages that are already out there that are aligned with you. And don't stop when you just do one. Just keep con- yeah. continuing yeah. to do it. There's an old managerial concept that I learned when I was studying success. And, and they say, unless, you're, uh, unless they're parroting you in the hallways – your job is not done. And so just like, you know, Paul checks if until everyone's teaching this stuff and the, actually I got to tell you a really good story. <laughs> I was, I was just in gold's gym this morning and there's, there's some, there's some, uh, juice heads. Nice. There's some juice heads, some Neanderthal, yeah. you know, type guys dropping the weights, throwing so them everywhere. Some knuckleheads. Yeah. And I've seen these guys in there for years and they're, you know, they're getting up there in their age, approaching 60 and stuff. 
But this guy starts talking about his Thanksgiving dinner and he starts rattling off about organic and no sodium and this and that. And this guy's a complete knucklehead. New Yorker like came from, you know, yeah, you know, me head. Yeah, I got that so, fucking free range chicken and Tony came over and <laughs> he brought that good gluten free stuffing. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just like and, you know, you know, I'm not trying to judge brother. I mean, yeah. saying the guy five years ago, you talk about organic and he call you a fag. You know, and it's like people are changing. They're getting the messages. It's it's reaching other people. This guy's talking about organic turkey for his Thanksgiving and the gluten free stuffing, man. Times are changing. It's exponentiating. It's catching on. And so, you know, we are headed for a quantum leap, guys. I am, you know, I'm an eternal optimist. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, hey. Looks like we're coming up on time. I was checking you out before the show. You got lots of places to go. Um, and, you know, the end of the call is always funny. It's like an infomercial. But um, if someone wanted to find out more about, like, the Certified Health Note, would I send them to the YouTube channel, your website? Where's the best place to find out more and, and share the message that Troy's doing? Yes, CertifiedHealthNut.com. Uh, sign up for my newsletter there. You can go to... Uh, Certified Health Nut YouTube channel, uh, Certified Health Nut Facebook page, Certified Health Nut Instagram, Certified uh, Mr. Health Nut on Twitter. I'm everywhere. I'm a pretty much open book. I love social media. Uh, Most of my content is on videos on YouTube. You're probably going to find more value uh, there than on my website. I'm still working on the whole monetization uh, element. And so... uh, you know, just stay in touch with me uh, as, as, as much as possible. And, you know, I'm here to I'm here to help uh, as much as I possibly can and give my gifts to humanity. Give whatever I have. Awesome, Troy. Thanks so much for coming on the call, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Clark, man. You're blessing the humanity. Troy. Clickety Clark. What's shaking, brother? How you doing, man? Doing good, man. Right on, right on. Good to see. Oh, growing the hair out, I see. Woo! Winter, might as well. It's the only time to do it, right? Yeah, I started. I started. Uh, when did I start? I think I got my last haircut in like March. Nice, man. I was trying to go for that, but like, I was trying to do one of those man bun things, you know, you see on all the celebrities and, uh, my hair is just too darn thick for it. It was it was turning into like some mess. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you can do it. Yeah, oh yeah, you can rock that. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, you know you know how the long hair goes, bro. You're like, oh, I'm gonna do it, man. I'm yeah. Manly, and then and then you get a couple of bad hair days, and you're like, fuck this. <laughs> yeah. Then you go to the barber the next day, right? I know it's just too high maintenance for me, man. Something about like. Like, I don't know how my girlfriend does it. She's got long hair and, uh, like, super long hair, really. And it takes, like, five hours to dry outside of the shower, you know. And it's just this, like, 
It's like a whole part-time job managing the hair. So not for me. I like to keep it pretty short. This is, this is already getting too long. I think I might buzz it off and, and call it good. <laughs>